I am super okay. This message encourages that God is making you anti-fragile, from overthinker to overcomer. Pastor teaches to allow the Holy Spirit to control your mind and not anxieties and worries. Let's open our Bibles to Philippians chapter 4, 6-7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. Don't worry, the NLT version, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Amen. The TPT worship. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell Him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will guard your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. In a while I was praying, a couple of words just stood out for me, so I had to look through the dictionary at some of those words. And one of those words that stood out, which uh, I was looking at, was the word anti-fragile. Anti-fragile. Amen. That's not your anti. Anti-fragile. <laughs> that word means becoming more robust when exposed to stresses, uncertainty or risk. Becoming more robust when exposed to stresses, uncertainty or risk. Amen. Amen. God is going to make his people anti-fragile. Everything that stresses you out, everything that comes against you, every trouble that you face is not going to bring you down, but it's going to make you more robust, more thriving and more strong than you've ever been in your life by the grace of God. Lift your hand and say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. More stronger. After every challenge, you will become more stronger. Through every trial that you go through, don't think you're finished. It is over. But remember this word. The grace of God will show up and you will become more robust, more thriving. 
That is the portion that God has kept for His children. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Paul is writing to the church. In prison. He's in prison between chains and soldiers. Locked up. Yet, he's saying, be not be anxious about anything. Don't be worried. Don't be stressed out. Don't panic. The chapter, fourth chapter in verse 4, he starts with saying, rejoice in the Lord. And again I say rejoice. Can you imagine that? Because I, re I understand that he knows this word. No matter you try to, you know, I mean, he, the early church persecuted. Paul was stoned. Early Christians were thrown to lions. Put in prisons. That was not the end of Christianity. That was not the end of the church. The church became stronger, more vibrant, more robust. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Anti-fragile. God is going to, God is going, you know, God is going to strengthen you by His grace in such a way that the enemy won't be able to take you down what the enemy meant to destroy you God will turn it around for the good and you will be more stronger more robust for the glory of God lift your hands in faith and rejoice in the Lord say thank you Jesus praise you father you know once a pastor you know one of the largest churches in the world he's got about over 90 lakh people in his church a young pastor who just got about 20,000 believers in the church. It's a young pastor, small pastor, 20,000 churches. That's how the churches in India is going to be. The small pastor will have about 20,000 people. Amen. <laughs> so this young pastor asked this older pastor who's got about 90,000 people in his church. Pastor, how do you handle persecution? How do you handle trouble? How do you handle when, you know, do you break down? Do you endure it what happens what how do you handle it so this senior pastor said I don't endure it I have learned to cultivate a mindset where I learn to enjoy it if you endure it you will only have 20,000 people in your church but if you learn to enjoy every trouble that comes your way knowing that God is for you that you're gonna come out stronger Glory to God that you're anti-fragile. Then your church is going to explode and grow. You're going to come out of it much more stronger than you ever went into that battle. So it doesn't matter what kind of battle you're facing in life, whether it be with sickness, whether it be a financial battle, whether it be a relational battle. We don't have any battle against flesh and blood. Whatever your battles are, look unto Jesus. Let him strengthen you. May his grace abound upon you. May you come out thriving for the glory of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. It doesn't matter what kind of challenge you are facing. Whatever you are called to do. Do it with joy. Don't just endure and do it. Count it all joy. The book of James chapter 1, when you go through various trials, you won't fall face down before your enemy. If you learn to fall in the presence of God in worship, 
you will never fall before anybody else fall learn to fall into the hands of god fall flat in the presence of god in the time of the battle god will turn it around for your good and god will strengthen you by his grace and you will come out victoriously from adversity to victory by the grace of god amen look at somebody and say anti fragile not fragile handle with care very sensitive very moody just avoid me today not that <laughs> just tip to in my house okay i'm kind of on the edge not that way glory to god praise be to the name of jesus the grace of god will make you strong amen glory to god if god is on your side you cannot fail say that with me if god is on my side if god is on my side i cannot i cannot fail, fail. amen praise the lord god won't allow me to fail in the scriptures you find in the book of mark chapter 14 verses 51 and 52 about a young man called mark he is writing about himself he was caught by the authorities and he ran naked can you imagine that the soldiers caught hold of him and he thought that was the end of it young man got his old life let me quit this faith he ran and he ran naked but he was anti fragile he did not know that <laughs> paul did not say okay if he ran let him run run it's over paul didn't say that in 2 timothy chapter 4 and verse 11 paul said bring with you mark he is much useful for me are you with me a person who could have thought his ministry is over his life is over he is ran naked before the enemies but paul is writing and saying bring along mark is much profitable for me some of you who ran away in the face of adversity god's grace is going to make you anti fragile you're going to be strong you're going to return and be of much 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 value for the kingdom of god amen praise the lord amen look in the old testament Samson They cut off his hair But he was handy fragile The Bible says in Judges chapter 16 verse 22 This words his hair began to grow <laughs> Glory to God The hair that was symbolic of his consecration unto God, of a holy life unto God, they cut it off. Samson, you finished, man. Everybody was dancing around him. Over three thousand people dancing in front of him. He's got no eyes and no hair. In chains. See if you go down a certain level in your life everyone will talk Are you with me A certain level 
just not in your spiritual life alone in whatever forms everyone will talk but samson's hair began to grow glory to god the holy spirit of god came upon him the bible says he prayed he said lord give me victory one more time and then take my life if he had not asked to take his life he would have lived on but he said lord give me victory one more time and then you take my life glory to god glory to god samson holding on to that pillar is a sign of the cross lord restore me once again and the holy spirit of god came upon him once again and more people died glory to god through his prayer than ever through his life are you with me we don't kill people we kill demons <laughs> bondage yokes glory to god Place your hands upon your head and say, "My hair is beginning to grow again. I am anti-fragile. I am going to come out more robust, more strong than I ever been." Amen. Look at look at Paul. Look at some. You know this this is important that I read it because you know, look at Paul. Look at Paul. Truth will set you free. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter four. he uses these words we are troubled for it was we are troubled on every side yet not distressed we are perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not forsaken cast down but not destroyed always bearing about in the body the dying of the lord jesus that the life also of jesus might be made manifest in our body anyway that says i am anti fragile yeah trouble on every side distress sometimes believers think they, they, they you can't have trouble yeah you can have trouble but the trouble won't take you down you will take down the trouble <laughs> everything that is troubling you in the name of jesus you will bring it down by the grace of god amen look at second corinthians chapter 6 fourth verse but in all things are proving ourselves as the ministers of god in much patience in afflictions in necessities in distresses in stripes in imprisonments in tumults in labors in watchings in fastings by pureness by knowledge by long suffering by kindness by the holy ghost by love amen glory to god goes on they it was by honor and dishonor by evil report and good report as deceivers and yet true as unknown and yet well known as dying and behold we live as chastened and not killed as sorrowful yet always rejoicing as poor yet making many rich as having nothing yet possessing all things no matter what this anti fragile Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. So what 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 when you look at the scripture in Philippians 4 what happens to most people when they go through struggle, trouble, challenge, 
whatever, whatever forms it might be. You begin to overthink. Some of you who have been overthinking are going to be overcomers. Because what happens in your mind will either bring you victory or defeat. The battle is always in the mind. That's what Paul is saying. Let the peace of God guard your heart and your mind in Christ. You can be physically fit and mentally broken or unstable. See, most people cannot relax because their mind is always very active, worried. Your mind is overthinking. So Paul is writing and saying, do not be anxious about anything. Don't be, one version says, do not overthink. Do not be anxious, worried, worked up, stressed out. Don't. See, Paul is going through persecution, trouble in prison, but not overthinking. Imagine that. Overthinking is fear. Overthinking causes stress. Look at some other verses. What, you know what overthinking this. One of these words that I looked at is another word is the word analysis paralysis. Paralysis. Sorry. What is analysis paralysis? A paralysis. The feeling of being unable to make a decision due to overthinking. Not able to take a decision because of overthinking. You become impulsive. You act without thinking. That's what impulsive is. You don't give careful thought to it. Anxiety is natural. That is a human. It happens to every one of us when we face any challenge. But that leading us to overthinking, being overworked and continuously worried is bondage. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, Paul writing to Timothy said, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but he has given you a spirit of power, love and sound mind. Not a sick mind, place your hand upon your head and say sound mind. God has given me sound mind. Not sick mind, stressed mind. So what you have to realize is that not every thought that comes into your life is beneficial or good or helpful. Overthinkers or anxious people always look at the worst case scenario. Okay, the doctor said this. So what is the worst case scenario? Oh my God. That's what stress is. Amen. Tonight, sir, if you're going to be set free. It is said that on an average, a man thinks about 
from 50,000 man or woman from about 50,000 to 70,000 thoughts a day can you imagine that oof there are under thinkers who don't think at all <laughs> that that is wrong on an average you think so much and then you know you don't think at all that is wrong are you with me but overthinking makes you feel stuck a positive life is impossible with the negative mindset i repeat there a positive life is impossible with the negative mindset so what most people do is when you overwork there are intrusive thoughts that keep bombarding thoughts without your permission that keep pushing into your head the worst case scenarios what's going to happen is it over am i finished am i going to die is my family life going to break up my my children going oh my god this is going to continue through the rest of my life the sickness is going to kill me oh my god what that kind of intrusive negative thoughts that keep bombarding into your head sometimes people to take that pressure off get into alcohol or cigarettes or pornography or whatever but that's not the answer overthinkers create a problem that does not even exist what is the difference between underthinkers and overthinkers and just normal thinkers <laughs> you know somebody tells you something okay and then you say give me a minute to just think about it so do you want to buy this kajivana give me a moment to think about it that's fine take that moment but overthinkers are like give me a year to think about it do i need to buy this kajiv or not just oh my god if i buy this kajiv there might be better kajivs that might be in the market tomorrow japan might start exporting into india i mean we might start importing whatever the kajivs from japan there might be better silk at a lesser price what will mother think what will father think what will uncle think my god worst of all what will pastor think if i buy this kajiv See, you want to take a year to take a decision you're overthinker you cannot engage in the present if you are an overthinker because there's an inner monologue that keeps going if i spend this money for this then tomorrow what will happen with that and then oh my god should i buy this kerchief would i sh- shouldn't oh my god i am building a house oh, i should save this money on kerchief now <laughs> you know what i mean you just keep the inner monologue what consumes your thought will eventually control your mind 
or your life. Your life will always move in the direction of your most dominant thought. So don't allow anxiety, worry to control your mind. Allow the Holy Spirit of God to control your mind. Remember these words. You are, I am anti-fragile because God has made us that way. If the same Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead abides in you, so shall He quicken your mortal bodies and give you life. You need to learn, not be overwhelmed by everything that comes, happens in your life. Oh my God, that challenge came, this challenge came, now so many things happening in my life. Don't be overwhelmed. Are you with me? Can you imagine Paul sitting in the jail and just overthinking and getting stressed out and saying, Oh my God, the church, what will happen to the church? I have to finish so much of the New Testament. If my head goes tomorrow, my God, what will happen? Can somebody get me a antidepressant tablet, please? Oh my God. No. You got to regulate your thinking by the grace of God. Regulate what you think. Regulate how you feel. Because your feelings and your thought needn't be true. That they might be the reality of what you see, but not truth. Recalibrate your mind. You cannot control what comes into your mind, but you can control what stays in your mind. You have to realize that your anxiety, your worry is limiting your purpose. Your overthinking is limiting your purpose, your destiny. Even the most beautiful girl sometimes can have this thought, I'm ugly, I'm ugly, I'm not good to look at. It's a thought that needn't be true. The most beautiful woman, but she still feels in her mind, I'm ugly, I'm not good at all. The greatest mother thinks, I've been a bad mother. Can you imagine that? It's a thought. The devil puts that thought, that stresses you You might be leading relatively straightforward life and yet the devil might say, you're not good enough. Open your mouth and say, by the grace of God, I'm anti-fragile. Amen. You know, Moses had a calling from God. And God is speaking to him and saying, go to Egypt and bring my, deliver my people out. And then Moses is asking, what if they don't believe me? He's just overthinking. He's saying, what if they don't believe me? What if they reject me? What if they don't accept me? What if they ask me who sent me? Can you imagine that? God is saying, you go. And this guy is saying, what, what, what if, what if? What if this boil is a tumor? See, that, that's what the devil does. That is, 
anxiety worry will begin to paint a negative picture what if everybody rejects me what if everybody leaves me and go what if i'm all alone in old age i don't think anybody will believe me that's what moses is saying if i go there just thinking overthinking i break the power of negative thinking in your mind in the name of jesus let the truth of god's word let the holy spirit of god the spirit of truth begin to move upon your heart and your mind and break off every strongholds in the mind john 16 was 33 john's gospel 16 was 33 look at what jesus said i hope this is encouraging or helping somebody tonight mm i have told you these things you may have perfect peace and confidence see i have told you these things jesus say that in me you might have peace and perfect confidence in the world you will have tribulation see in this world jesus saying can you imagine that jesus saying to his disciples in this world you will have tribulation or trouble and trials mm. and distress mm. and frustration and frustration all this is there in this world that's what the world has to offer yeah but be of good cheer but be of good cheer take courage take courage be confident be confident certain certain undaunted undaunted for i have overcome the world because i have overcome this world which version is that ampc ampc in this world jesus said he said listen to me in this world you will have trouble you will have challenges things that can cause stress that can make you but do not be troubled just don't be anxious jesus saying this to his disciples the night before he is giving himself up to die he knows he's going to be betrayed everyone is going to reject him he's going to be crucified he's going to go through pain people are going to mock him make fun of him spit on him he's going to go through that whole nine yards for us and he's saying see do not be anxious do not be worked up i have overcome this i'm anti fragile <laughs> glory to god glory to god and if the same spirit that raised jesus from the dead abides in you so shall he quicken your mortal bodies what jesus is saying is if you listen to me what i am saying the world will bring trouble but the word that i speak to you will bring peace the world will bring trouble but your faith is fed by the word of god but the word that i bring will bring peace so sometimes you got to take the word into your heart read it and speak it to yourself preach it to yourself when you have an underlying condition in your body that doctors says might be worrisome 
preach. He bore my sickness and infirmities. By his stripes I am healed. Till faith comes alive. Recognize what the enemy has thrown into your mind. And take the word. We overthink the worst case scenarios in life. And underthink the word of God. Can you imagine that? We overthink the worst case scenarios. What the world has to say. And underthink the word of God. Jesus said, do not be worried about tomorrow. In other words, be present. Now, your reality is not a sign of the reality. It is not wrong to plan your life. But give those plans into the one year goal, five year goal, ten year goal, twenty year goal. It's not wrong to do that. But give it to the hands of the Lord. Overthink can be the reason for your unhappiness. Look at Psalms 94, verse 19. Psalms 94. Let's like look to the word. Let's learn something from God's word tonight. Psalms 94. In the multitude of my thoughts within me. See, in the multitudes of the thoughts within me. Thy comforts delight my soul. In the multitude of my thoughts within me. Thy comfort delights my soul. See, there are people who are depressed. Chronic depression, chronic anxiety. But it says here, in the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comforts delight my soul. Look at the next verse. The 17th verse. Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul had almost dwelt in silence or in depression. No hope, feeling just stressed out, worried. If the Lord had not been my help. Unless. Look at the 18th verse. When I said, my foot slippeth. Look at he remembers the word. And he says, Thy mercy, O Lord, held me up. The only thing that can comfort you is the presence of God. In the multitude of my thoughts, the 19th verse, within me, thy comfort delights my soul. Thy presence, one version says, thy presence. See, that's comforting grace. There are people whose soul is dwelling in silence. They're so depressed, even suicidal. You know, my mind is pretty messed up. I have to be honest with you. I have to recalibrate it by the grace of God. It, 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 it was so messed up that I could at a certain point 
could only think suicidal thoughts, extreme thoughts. So much so that I had to ask the Lord continuously, Lord, I need your help unless you be my help. I have to ask for help. Sometimes, you know, some of you, some of you who are very depressed in your mind, you have to ask for help. My, unless the Lord had been my help, see, my soul would have dwelt. Some of you, sometimes you need to have a counseling. You need to speak out and let let that fear go. You need to. I had to, you know, when I began to go to the depths, I had to go to my mentor and speak. So challenge. So my head is not in a good space. I need help. I don't want to act strong. You know, Christians are very good at pretending. <laughs> How are you, brother? Oh, just highly favored. <laughs> Praise God. And you're going through like a volcano inside of you. And you're just faking it. Look at somebody and say, don't fake it. Don't fake it. You know, when you need help, sometimes you don't feel like reading the Bible, but you force yourself to read the word. I just feel kind of morbid and then I get to reading. Just read. Just hear. Just put on some gospel music. Word. Recalibrate my mind. Anybody go? I've been through it and I sometimes go through it. Let Jesus set you free tonight. May His comforting grace flow into your heart. Remind yourself of the presence of God. Thy presence of God comforts me. Surround yourselves with people who will want to see you set free. Who want to see you grow. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to title the message, I'm super okay by the grace of God. <laughs> Say that with me three times. I'm super okay by the grace of God. I'm super okay by the grace of God. I'm super okay by the grace of God. Psalms 42 verse 3 and we close with that. Psalms 42 verse 3. Mm. My tears have been my meat day and night. Yes. While they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? Mm. When I remember these things, mm. I pour out my soul in me. Mm. For I had gone with a multitude. I went with them to the house of God with a voice of joy and praise. Yes. The fifth verse. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Glory to God. Amen. Hope in God means recognizing that God is bigger than your trouble.
See, here the writer is, he didn't say I'm supposed to be strong. He's questioning why he's feeling that way. Why are you cast down on my soul? Don't say I'm not supposed to think this way and feel guilty over that thought that you have. Are you with me? Why are you cast down on my soul? Hope in God. Hope in God again. He's bigger than your troubles. We have that song, bro. Right? Bigger than all my troubles. Bigger than every mountain that I cannot, cannot see. Bigger than all confusions. Bigger than God is bigger than any mountain that I cannot, cannot see. My God is bigger than any mountain that I cannot, cannot see. Bigger than every mountain that I cannot, cannot see. Bigger than all confusions. Bigger than all my fears. God is bigger than any mountain that I cannot, cannot see. My God is bigger than any mountain that I cannot, cannot see. Bigger than all my problems. Bigger than all my fears. God is bigger than any mountain that I cannot, cannot see. Bigger than all my questions, bigger than anything. God is bigger than any mountain that I cannot, cannot see. God is bigger than any mountain that I cannot, cannot see. Bigger than all the giants of fear and unbelief. God is bigger than any mountain that I cannot, cannot see. Bigger than all my hang-ups, bigger than anything. God is bigger than any mountain that I cannot, cannot see. and say I'm going to recalibrate my mind by the grace of God I'm anti-fragile I'm super okay by the grace of God God is bigger than, than all my problems than all my fears hallelujah thank you Jesus lift your hands and praise him lift your hands and praise him lift your hands and praise him 
Lift your hands and praise Him. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Amen. And I close with this. John 16, verse 33. Jesus said, In this world you will have trouble, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Overcome. From overthinker to over overcomer. Anti-fragile. Come out more robust. Mm, stronger than anything that you ever face in your life.